Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. This week, I'll continue my series of back-to-school tips. Today, I'm going to be talking about resisting the urge to feel like you have to do it all in your homeschooling. At the start of a new school year, particularly, we can have big ideas and big hopes. All that shiny new curricula we bought beckons with promise. We moms especially, maybe not the kids so much, dream big, really big. But there are a couple things to remember about this. Number one, you're not going to teach everything there is to know in the world to your children. No one does, so don't expect this or lay it on yourself. The best education in the world doesn't cover everything because knowledge is infinite. There's always more to discover, and we have our whole lives to do so. But for some reason, when we homeschool, there's always this little doubt that it's never enough, that we're missing some crucial parts of our children's formation. I have often fought this fear. Basically, it came down to too much reliance on myself and a lack of trust in God's providence and care. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me through Christ, not through myself. That's an important point. It is God who sees us through this journey. And homeschooling isn't a contest anyway to see who can teach their kids the most. So don't feel like you have to be the best of the best of everything. Number two, you've got years to teach your kids, 18 years at least. I take that back. Teaching your kids lasts a lifetime. Even my adult kids who have their own families now ask my advice about many things. So yes, you don't have to do it all at once. Don't worry if you have a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month. You still got lots of years ahead of you. Focus on today and appreciate today. Ask yourself, what are today's goals and how can we accomplish them? Don't worry about five or even 10 years down the road. You cannot see into the future. Mark Twain, a very perceptive and humorous man, once said, I've known a lot of troubles in my life, most of which never happened. He understood this tendency. We can waste a lot of precious energy imagining bad scenarios. And again, it comes down to fear and a lack of trust in God who will give us the graces we need. Number three, get help from other people. There are lots of different ways to do this. For example, making use of tutors for difficult areas, having your children participate in homeschool co-op classes, and enlisting the help of dad or even grandparents if they are willing and available. 
For several years, one of my daughters was tutored by a dyslexia specialist who had been trained to work with her unique learning challenges. My kids also participated in many co-op classes where they benefited from the enthusiasm and expertise of other moms and dads in higher math, art, photography, and so on, all of which are not my specialties. My husband would watch high school science courses at night with our teens, following them up with questions and answers and discussion. Throughout their education, our kids will learn valuable lessons from many, many people and opportunities. From their sports coaches, they'll learn the value of teamwork and a good attitude. From volunteer and job opportunities, they'll learn the virtues of responsibility and initiative. Remember, learning happens all the time. It's not all on you. And one last reason to remind you that you don't have to do it all. Kids have their own individual and unique gifts. You don't have to provide those. They're already hardwired in because they're God-given, and they will show up pretty quickly. There's a well-known saying, education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Yes, I know, in the early years, it can seem like all you're doing is filling a pail for your little ones with phonics, addition and subtraction facts, spelling words, and so on. The list goes on and on. But as your children get older, those fires start to get lit. Watch for the signs. You'll see them, sometimes sooner than you think. My oldest daughter said she wanted to be a nurse when she was only five years old. She had the cute nurse kit and the little uniform. Now, any little girl might say this, but she also had that lighting of the fire. By age 14, she was volunteering at the local hospital, and at 18 was hired as a care partner there. She continued to work at the hospital through nursing school and signed on full-time once she got her RN. It was hard work, no doubt about that, but it was her gift, and she didn't get that from me. I wasn't able to teach her anatomy, physiology, and microbiology. God had given her those talents. My job was to foster a love for learning and the discipline to follow through, and all the other pieces fell into place. So there you have it. You don't have to do it all. In fact, you can't do it all. And that is very reassuring as a homeschool mom. If you, meet, if you need to be reminded of this tip throughout your school year, put a sign up on your refrigerator. And if you haven't already listened, check out my last two episodes for more back-to-school tips. Maybe those reminders can go on your refrigerator as well. Thanks for listening today. I hope this was helpful in getting you recharged for the new school year. And as always, share this with a friend if you think it'll be helpful with them. And I'd love you to leave a review on Apple or a comment on Instagram.